When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers. Welcome to the best damn movie-related show here on the internet. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio. And I just want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be able to talk about movies in front of a virtual water cooler. And for today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about Ricky Gervain. He said some stuff at the Golden Globes about how actors or actresses shouldn't be talking about politics while accepting an award. I'm going to be talking about that for a few minutes. And don't worry, this is actually going to be my first and last time talking about politics. So if you're worried about me talking about politics from now on, you don't have to worry about that. And then I have some other stuff that I really want to cover, something that I'm actually excited about because I wrote this article out last night. It's about Stephen Dwarf. He actually is the guy, the actor, who played in the very first Blade movie. He played the character of Deacon Frost, and he wants to revise his character. I'm going to be talking about that. Kevin Feige is actually going to be talking to ABC about putting some more Marvel shows on ABC. I'm going to be talking about that. Then, after that, I actually have some other stuff that I really want to talk about. Is The Flash, Andy Muschietti actually said that he's he's going to be he well of course he's still the director for the flash flash movie but he actually said that he's still sticking to DC's plan about putting into flashpoint so i'm going to be talking about that and that's going to be the show for today so Ricky Gervain let me just say this i actually have to say i'm i agree with Ricky Gervain on what he said now before you go on ahead and criticize me or anything like that. Let me explain why I agree with him. First off, you're on an awards show. You're supposed to be thanking God. You're supposed to be thanking your fans or whoever it is that you want to thank and then walk off so the way the next person can actually get accepted for their award after you. And instead, you're wasting other people's time and energy by focusing on your political beliefs. And here's the thing. I believe that they actually have a right to actually talk about their political beliefs and stuff like that. I just don't think on an awards show or when you're trying to promote a certain movie or or anything like that because of the fact that you're trying to promote this movie. And then before you know it, you could actually shoot yourself in the foot because of the fact of what you said. For instance, for a perfect example is Jim Carrey. He was promoting Kick-Ass to balls to the wall at the time. And he didn't have a he didn't he didn't even have anything to actually promote for the movie because he didn't like the violence that was in the movie that he was actually in. So therefore he uh didn't like the whole gun violence thing. So he didn't even promote the movie at all. So that's actually another thing too that can actually shoot yourself in the foot about. But here's the thing. I think that there's actually a place that they can actually talk about politics on like for instance i'm going to use this as an example as well you follow me on twitter if you follow me on twitter if you follow me on facebook or anything like that this is just an example because i don't post political stuff even on my facebook wall i keep my political stuff to myself but the and here's the thing i think that celebrities have a right to actually say whatever they want to say on social media because of the fact that you're not accepting an award, you're not on anybody's time, you're on your own time, 
And, of course, I know people will also follow celebrities because of the fact they want to see behind-the-scenes stuff, about what they're working on, what's their next project. And, yes, you actually get some of that, but you also get some political stuff that's actually on their mind, and you also get some other stuff that's actually on their mind, too. It would just be like following me or anybody else because of the fact that we are also normal people living in this world. Now, it's unfair to actually say, too, that, well, why should we go ahead and listen to somebody that's actually a dropout? Here's the thing, just because they dropped out doesn't necessarily mean that they don't know what they're talking about because I actually met some smart people that are actually dropouts that actually knows political stuff. But even I'm not even a person that will go on ahead and try and talk about something that I don't know anything about. So there's that. But here's the thing. I'm always the guy who's always looking at two different angles here. And I always try to find some middle ground to where I can actually look at one thing and look at another thing and then figure out the pros, the cons of certain things. And I always try to look for some common ground. And whether you're a left or a right, it doesn't really matter to me because that's who you are. And if we get into a political debate or whatever and stuff like that, when when we debate about stuff, when my friends and I would debate or whatever... I would always be like, well, that's just your opinion. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change my mind either because you're going to believe what you believe and I'm going to believe what I believe at the end of the day. So therefore, us just talking about this and butting heads is not going to work. So we always find a way to actually have some middle ground in the in the end of it. But, you know, and I'm not the type of person that would like unfriend somebody just because of the fact that I don't believe uh, believe what that person believes or anything as far as politics or anything goes, I'm like, okay, you believe in that or whatever? Okay. It doesn't bother me any. I'm still going to sleep at night <laughs> and everything, and you're still going to be my friend at the end of the day because I don't care. But with pol- politics and also with celebrities, I feel like, you know, when you're on your own social media account, they have every right to go ahead and talk about po- politics because that's their time. And... Just like with them doing movies and stuff like that, that's on the company's time and stuff like that. And them wanting to go ahead and promote their stuff. Yeah, we're going to get that too because that's that's what they do. That's their job is to actually entertain us with the movies that they actually have coming out. And I feel like they actually have a right to actually say what what they believe in only with their social media. That's just me. That's how what I believe. As for award shows and stuff like that, I don't really watch award shows. I watch highlights after it because of the fact that there's certain actors that I actually root for to actually have a Golden Globe or an Oscar. And those are the ones that I actually will go on ahead and watch highlights of. I'm not the type of person that will sit and watch a two or three hour award show or anything like that because of the fact that, yes, I'm a movie guy, but I don't get that invested into my time and energy watching an award show. Never have, never will. That's just me. But, like I said, if you... And another thing, too, that I want to mention as well, when we listen to other people's music and stuff like that, we have every right to go ahead and change the station. Nobody is forcing you to listen to what they actually believe or anything like that. We have a right to act in America to go ahead and change the station. If you don't like what that person said or anything, be a grown-up, change the station, or change this the playlist from that um from that album just change change the track and then that's it 
You don't have to be inter- you don't have to feel like that you actually have to listen to a whole song about something that's political that they actually believe in when they actually might have something else to offer you on the album besides uh, political stuff. That's just the way I look at things. That doesn't mean that you have to look at things that way. But that's just a little something that I, be- I, strong- that I feel strongly about. And you know what? I wasn't even going to talk about this because here's the thing. I don't want to be attacked for something that I've, what I said with politics or anything like that. Because it's actually a touchy subject and things like that too. And, you know, I want to handle this the right way and the grown-up way. Not where uh, I'm like a five-year-old going, how dare you go ahead and talk about it this way and everything. I'm not that type of person. I don't like stuff like that. I don't like it when someone's going to attack somebody just because they don't believe the same way that you believe or anything like that. But anyways, that's going to be it. That's the end of me talking about politics. That's the end of me talking about this Ricky Gervais thing. Another thing too is, before I actually end that part, is this. I like Ricky Gervais on what he said. And I also thought it was a funny thing because I like it when comedians actually roast other people in the audience. It's just for good entertainment pleasure to actually hear what a comedian actually has to say about somebody when they're roasting somebody because that's actually funny. That's what makes a comedian a comedian and that's actually what makes something funny. So, there's that. Now, I'm going to talk about Stephen Dorff wanting to return as Deacon Frost and Blade. He said he would love to go ahead and revise his character and give him layers to the character that he hasn't had before. And I'm all about, I'm all about that because I feel like in the late 90s, Deacon Frost was the only comic book uh, villain at that time that actually had layers to a certain villain versus what we had before. Don't don't get me wrong. I like Lex Luthor. I like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. I like the old classics and stuff like that, but they're very one-dimensional. What you see is what you get. With Deacon Frost, on the other hand, you have layers to that character to the point where you would know why these people are actually following him. And he can also use strategy to go ahead and take someone down if he wants to take that person down right in front of somebody and stuff like that too. And not only that, but Deacon Frost is actually one of the characters that actually changed Blade into what he is in the movie and is also the person who was behind Blade's mother being a vampire. Well, not a vampire, but actually giving birth to Blade and everything else. And I love the fact that we have... Uh, somebody else playing Blade rather than Wesley Snipes. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Wesley Snipes. I grew up in the 90s watching Wesley Snipes movie, Patrick 57, Money Train. The list just goes on. I love Wesley Snipes as an actor, as an action actor as well. And I believe that this guy, this new guy, is actually going to be, he's actually a good actor. And, And that's Marshala Ali. And here's the thing. I, th- I think he's going to give Blade layers to, it, to him that we haven't seen before. And I'd like to actually see what, what he's actually going to do with that character versus what Wesley Snipes did. But Wesley Snipes still holds a part in my life to where he's an iconic character that Wesley Snipes played that iconic character. And it's hard to actually get Wesley Snipes out of your mind whenever you're watching Blade. And there's even a rumor. I'm not sure how... 
true this rumor is, but I heard Wesley Stumps is actually going to be in this new Blade reboot as another character or whatever, but at least we actually have Wesley Snipes in a Blade movie, and it gives you a little bit of homage to Blade. So I like that aspect, that we actually do maybe get to see Wesley Snipes on the big screen again. And like I said, I think that Stephen Dwarf as Deacon Frost was one of the best things during the late 90s, because don't forget... Blade is the reason why we even have comic book-based movies today, because during that time and era, no one wanted to take a chance on comic book-based movies or, or anything anymore, especially after because of Batman and Robin with the bat nipples and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, everybody, freeze. That's a bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. I'm sorry. But anyways, I just feel like after the, during that time, they didn't want to take a chance on a comic book-based movie. Matter of fact, I didn't even know that Blade was a comic book-based movie until, like, later on. And the fact that they even knocked Blade out of the park without anybody actually knowing and realizing that it was an actual comic book-based movie was a great idea. And it gave everyone a chance to actually say, okay, we're going to go on ahead and make more comic book-based movies because of the success of Blade and because of the way we promoted Blade and because of the way that we were able to make our characters. So, Blade is the reason why we have comic book-based movies today, and Deacon Frost is actually still one of my favorite villains even today. He's so iconic. He's even still signing autographs as, as Deacon Frost and everything. It's just fantastic. Now, I'm going to be talking about Kevin Feige wanting to make a deal with, uh, well, wanting to put um, Marvel TV shows on ABC. And here's the thing. You have Disney Plus. We have Disney Plus as a, I'm a subscriber for Disney Plus. I love The Mandalorian. I love watching old nostalgia movies and TV shows. But that's it. After The Mandalorian was over with, all I have is older TV shows and movies that I can actually feel like a kid again. Versus having a original content. Don't get me wrong. I know we have WandaVision coming out and everything this uh, this year, sometime soon. But I feel like they should have went on ahead, filmed WandaVision at the same time that they were filming The uh, Mandalorian. So that way, maybe whenever The Mandalorian went on ahead and got over with, they can actually upload the uh, WandaVision TV show and have that under your belt. But yeah, we are actually going to get... Falcon, we're going to get Loki, we're going to get all the shows later on, but it would have been great to actually have WandaVision for this year after Mandalorian, so that way we can actually, they can actually keep their subscribers. And now that Mandalorian's over with, there's actually some people that are actually canceling their accounts up until maybe the next season of Mandalorian, or until WandaVision comes out. You could have actually kept your, uh, your subscribers if you went on ahead and did more with the original content. And that's just how I look at it. And then also too. Is this. Why are you going to put it on ABC? I get the fact that you own half of ABC. And that they want to go ahead. And put something on ABC. This is also the news. After they decided to not. Do Marvel shows. After. After they decided to cancel everything. Off of a small screen. But I just feel like, too, that they should just capitalize on the fact that they have Disney+. Plus. You have subscribers. You need original content to make your, keep your subscribers. And also, too, to be able to let your audience grow, your subscribers grow. Otherwise, you're going to be falling where 
your subscribers are leaving because you don't have any original content and all you have is nostalgia factors to it and you don't really have anything else to go on other than nostalgia and other than the fact that you want to feel like a kid again and that's it and you know what i love disney plus i love what they're doing with disney plus i love the mandalorian but i want to see so much more i want to see disney plus grow as a as a streaming service for original content and right now all we have is the mandalorian and i know that's all i've been raving about is the fact that you know that's all we're getting but you know that's just how i feel about it oh yeah and now i also want to talk about andy mochiati i know i'm talking about a little bit more comic book stuff but he got on on a show too the other day and he basically said that he's still going to keep in a Flashpoint movie and everything with DC. And I'm actually happy that he's actually doing that. But it's kind of weird that we everything's been hushed up until this point in time because of the fact that we haven't really heard any other developments on it other than the fact that Andy Muschietti is there to direct the movie. It's not going to have that horror flavor to it. It's going to have a little have that lightheartedness to it that we want from the Flash as Barry Allen. And it's going to be a Flashpoint movie now. Okay. Well, when is this movie going to get, de- well, when is this going to get developed is what I want to know. When it, are we going to actually see another, see Flash on the big screen? And also too, I also feel like with I'm doing the Flashpoint movie, this is actually a chance for DC to actually reboot their franchise, which I feel like they're going to do after these Aquamans, the Aquaman spinoff with the Trenches and the Aquaman sequel. And I think even after this Wonder Woman movie, I feel like Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot are going to be out the door. And we're actually going to be having Robert Pattinson as the gateway into this whole entire Flashpoint story where you're actually going to have him playing the new Batman. And they're going to be recasting Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and have the DCEU that way. And of course, they can also introduce... Shazam into this universe as well because Shazam doesn't really age at all or anything like that other than the fact that the kid ages but as for the adult himself he can stay the same so therefore he can actually be introduced into this DCEU world but that's just my outlook on how I actually see the DCEU actually going I'd much rather me personally it would make more sense with the Lazarus Pit where you actually have Ben Affleck once again one last time being Batman and Bruce Wayne again him getting injured by uh, one of his main villains, by one of the best villains, Deathstroke, played by Joe Maganello, to the point where he's almost dead. And then he gets into the Lazarus pit, and then he winds up becoming young again, and then that's when Robert Pattinson becomes the new Batman. I thought that would have been a good, cool transition. And not only that, but if you even look at the records for this, the Wonder Woman movie and also the Aquaman movie, they knocked those two movies out of the park. Same thing with Shazam. And for them to go ahead and reboot, this is just me speculating, for them to reboot Aquaman and Wonder Woman, it makes me sad. Because I thought Gal Gadot did a really good job as Wonder Woman. I thought Jason Momoa did a really good job as playing Arthur Kurt, Arthur, at, uh, Arthur, um, playing Aquaman. I thought that they all did a fantastic job to the point where I actually believe that those that they were those characters. And now I feel like that that's actually going to be gone. But I could be wrong. I could be 
totally thinking that this is wrong. It's not going to be my first time that I'm wrong about something. But I feel like that's what they're going to do with this Flashpoint movie, where they're actually going to introduce the new Justice League. And they might actually keep Ezra Miller as the Flash, and that might be the only person that will be continuing his role. Versus Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot. But, anyways, that's going to be it for me for right now. I might end up doing another show later on. It just depends on how my voice wants to hold out on me for right now. Because right now, my voice is actually perfect. I actually was surprised that my voice actually came back. My voice... God, you didn't even want to hear me yesterday. It was really bad. But, anyways, if you like what you hear... Please do me this one favor. Share this podcast with other people. Let other people know about Movie Lovers Unite. Let me know as a fan what you guys actually think about this episode. Send me a voicemail message. If you have any questions or any type of topics that you want me to talk about on the show, go ahead, send them in in the voicemail, and I'll listen to them, and I'll put it up on on the next episode. And when I'll go on here and talk about those topics because I love geeking out. I love nerding out with my fans and talking about movies or comic book movies or anything like that in general. Tell me what you guys think. And until next time, as always, bye-bye.